Hi listeners, and welcome to the True Crime Weekly Podcast, a podcast that is based in San Diego and hosted by me, Alina Trujillo, and my producer, Jose Fernandez. This is a podcast where I will be bringing you stories of murders, infamous cases, and unsolved mysteries. On September 9th, 2017, four friends were getting ready to go to a party at the Crown Plaza Hotel in Chicago. This was supposed to be a normal night out with friends, but no one could have predicted that one of them would be found in the walk-in freezer of the hotel. This is the story of the mysterious death of Kanika Jenkins. Okay, so before we get into this story, let me just start off by saying that there's a lot of controversy around this case. Okay, some people say that there's no mystery to this. You know, unfortunately, mm-hmm. Kanika just had a freak accident and close case. That's it. Yeah. But there's also a lot of rumors out there around this case and there's a lot of speculation that that's not the case. There's a lot of I guess reason to have suspicion when you look at photos and you look at this case. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to leave it up to you and our listeners to come to their own conclusion. You know, was there a foul player or was this just a freak accident, an unfortunate freak accident? Hmm, interesting. Yeah. So I just want to, you know, put that out there. I'm not saying somebody, you know, murdered her or that there was any wrongful doing. I honestly, I don't know where I fall when it comes to this case. Mm-hmm. I can see both sides. But before I can tell you what my sides are, let me just give you a little bit of the background. Okay. Okay. So... On September 9th, 2017, 19-year-old Kanika Jenkins was on her way to a party with three of her friends. Now, this party was at the Crown Plaza Hotel in Chicago, and it was the perfect opportunity for Kanika and her friends to celebrate her new job. Okay? Hmm. Now, Kanika had just graduated from her Community Christian Alternative Academy and had just gotten a job at a nursing home. Oh, nice. Yeah. Now, during my research, I did read that she actually was going to go to school to become a nurse. Okay. So just keep that in mind as, you know, we go through this case. Mm -hmm. Now, the night of the party, Kanika did not tell her mother where she was going, okay? So instead, she told her that a couple of her friends had invited her to go out bowling and to a movie. So that was the story that Kanika told her mom. Yeah, and it's a night out. Yeah. Now... Kanika and her friends left the house at about 11.30 p.m. And soon after, they reached the hotel party. Now, this party was booked under a fake credit card. Hmm. And there was approximately 35 people in this one single room hotel. In one hotel room? Yeah, in one hotel room. There was about (laughs) 35 people. And it was, like I said, I read in my research that it was booked under a fake credit card. And that even the ID matched that fake yeah. Credit card. Okay. okay. Now, throughout the night, guests of the party posted on social media. So they were going on Instagram Live and on Facebook Live and, mm-hmm. you know, all that. Now, there were Instagram posts, Snapchat stories, and Facebook Lives that showed Kanika and her friends having a good time. Mm-hmm. Okay. But after a couple of hours, Kanika and her friends decided it's time to go home. Now, there's actual footage that was provided by the hotel showing the girls walking through the hallway on their way to the exit. Mm-hmm, okay. And Kanika seems to be doing fine at this point. I mean, she seemed tired, you know, like typical girls leaving a party, you know, just kind of walking slowly and tired. But mm-hmm. she seemed 
Fine. Okay. Okay. Now, at this point, Kanika's friends decide to leave her alone by the elevator while they go and get Kanika's things. Because apparently, Kanika had forgotten her car keys and her cell phone up in the room where the party was going on. Mm, I see. Okay. So, they left her by the elevator. The three friends. Alone. And they went and got her things. Okay. Okay. Now, I'm not sure... far as the reason why they would leave her alone instead of hey let's all go back as a group i'm not sure okay Okay. now all three of the girls went back to the party while kanika waited for them downstairs Mm -hmm. and after they found her things the girls returned to the elevator but kanika was no longer there really yeah she was gone and they searched for they searched for kanika for two hours but at 4.30 a.m., after being unable to find her, they ended up calling Kanika's mother, Teresa. Mm-hmm. Now, while her friends were looking for her things back in the hotel room, hotel footage shows Kanika walking away. Okay? Mm-hmm. And shortly after, more footage shows that all of a sudden, the Kanika that was in the beginning of the footage is now in a bad state. What do you mean? Well, now you can see Kanika is stumbling alone through the hotel, barely being able to stand straight. When what's odd, just a few moments ago, she seemed to be doing well. Remember, she seemed fine. But all of a sudden, she's stumbling. She can't stand up straight. And I've seen this footage. It looks really odd. That's really weird. Why why all of a sudden that would change? You know, the person's state is... Let's say, like you said, hey, describe it the mm-hmm. ladder. That's not going to all of a sudden be any different over seconds. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm assuming maybe she was intoxicated or whatever it may be, right? And this is one of the things that I find odd. Because, like I said, a few minutes before she was left alone, she was walking fine. But then all of a sudden when she was left by herself, she can't walk. That's really It was weird. very odd. And this is, like I said, one of the... Reasons, and we'll get more into it, you know, why this is so weird, but... And let me ask you, so mm-hmm. I I didn't see the initial footage that you're talking about, where she was fine walking out with her friends, mm-hmm. but I did see other clips after that you showed me before, right? Mm-hmm. So I did see where she was stumbling outside of the elevator. She walked It was out. nothing like that when you first really? see her walking out with her friends. Yeah, it, yeah she was walking video. normal. Like, I said, she was walking slow, but I feel like they were all kind of walking slow, just kind of like you do after you're leaving a party. Like, us girls, I know you can't understand this, but us girls, like, towards the end of the night, we're now walking slow because our heels might be bothering us, but we're still trying to look cute. You know, yeah. I just kind of got that sense when I saw the first video, you know, like, yeah, they're walking a little slow. She's walking it's a little tired. slow, but it's, late. it's just tired. It's late, you know? Yeah, because the video I saw, she was coming out of the... It was like 17 seconds, the mm-hmm. first one, right? She's walking outside of the elevator, and she's kind of stumbling. Mm-hmm. Nothing truly out of the ordinary. It seems like she was just maybe had a, a little bit too much to drink. Right. Yeah. And then she starts kind of just roaming around, right? right? Well, okay. So, in the video, you see Kanika. You see her walking into a part of the Crown Plaza Hotel that's under construction. And... Obviously, guests shouldn't have had access to this area. And while there was signs that say, you know, do not enter, it is assumed that Kanika was maybe too intoxicated to even notice the signs. Okay, because Kanika can be seen walking into one of the kitchens in the hotel that's under construction. So 
this kitchen is empty. Yeah. Okay, there's nothing there. It's just, you know, this the steel um, countertops and but there's really nothing there. And there's this big walk in fridge, which is something that's odd because a lot of people have brought up the fact if this is not an operating kitchen, if it's empty, why was the fridge still in operation? Yeah. Right. But you do see her go into, you know, this area that's clearly under construction. And after you see her go into the kitchen, the camera kind of loses sight of her. And that's the last time that Kanika was seen alive. I will tell you what happened when they told Kanika's mom, Teresa, that her daughter was missing and they couldn't find her after this commercial break. That was fantastic, Jose. You want to know what I just did? What'd you do? I just tried. I opened up, and you don't get any. I opened up the new wine that I received from Wine of the Month Club. So do you, Jose, want to treat yourself or someone special to great wines month after month? I would love to. Well, now you can with Wine of the Month Club. With Wine of the Month Club, you get three different bottles of rare international wine every month. You get to choose from all red, all white, or mixed. You can also choose to do a package every two months or three months if that's a better option for you. And every package ships with their monthly newsletter covering your selections and our listener favorites. Fun facts! We are a proud affiliate, which means if you go to truecrimeweeklypodcast.com, forward slash support the show and click on the wine of the club month link and sign up we will earn a commission you can support the show and get wine delivered to your door by using promo code holiday 15 to get 15 dollars off any four month club or you can use promo code holiday 20 for 20 dollars off any six months club which sounds like a win-win to me you get to stay home during this covid19 pandemic quarantine by yourself and your wines. And they ship free. What? Hey, Jose. So you know that during this pandemic, it could even be scary to go to the grocery store sometimes? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you can save yourself that trip using Instacart. Instacart delivers groceries in as fast as one hour. Instacart highlights deals to help you save money. They find everything you usually buy. You can get smart suggestions for new items. They even pick the freshest produce and they keep your eggs safe too. We are a proud affiliate of Instacart. So head over to truecrimeweeklypodcast.com forward slash support the show and click their link. Okay, so after Kanika's friends are not able to find her, They end up telling Kanika's mother, Teresa, that they can't find her anywhere. Teresa drove to the hotel at this point. Mm -hmm. And when she arrives, she obviously tells hotel employees that her daughter's missing. And, you know, she's asking them if they can go through the footage to see if there's any signs of her daughter anywhere. Yeah. Just to kind of indicate to see what direction she went. Yeah, it's a big hotel, I'm sure. So Mm -hmm. you don't really know where, what floor, where she could have gone to. Right. And remember, Teresa didn't even know that she was going to be at this hotel. She thought bowling in a movie. Right. So, but unfortunately, the employees at the hotel told her that they couldn't show her any of the security cameras because there wasn't an actual police report that she had filed. So she had mm-hmm. to actually file a police report in order, in for, order them for them to show the security cameras to her. Okay? I mean, I, Which, I guess this, I get that. There's, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's policy in that stuff and privacy. So I, can't, I guess I understand that. Right. 
Yeah, I do too. I, I get that. So as soon as they say that to Kanika's mother, Teresa, obviously right away, then she calls 911 to report her daughter missing. Mm-hmm. And get this. And this is was so frustrating. And I hope that, you know, maybe things, protocols or, you know, whatnot might be different now because this was in 2017. But when she called 911, the 911 dispatcher actually told her to wait some time. Like what? Just in case she shows up somewhere? <laughs> well, the 911 operator's quote was, you know, she was at a party in the hotel. Mm-hmm. She's probably still at the hotel and she's probably passed out somewhere. And then the 911 operator continued to advise her and said, you should probably just go home and try to relax. Which, I'm sorry, as a mom, you don't tell a mom to go home and relax when their child is missing. Yeah, no way. This is super late. You, right. you didn't expecting this. And then on top of it, I mean, I don't know if the friends told her that she was intoxicated you know, that's a good question. And I don't know if they did mention that. Mm-hmm. Maybe they did. Um, I can see why they wouldn't if they're in fear of getting in trouble or whatever. But, right. Because well, they're 19. Mm-hmm. Right? And I do know that um, the friends, before they ended up calling Kanika's mother, Teresa, they actually mm-hmm. did go up to the hotel security and they said, hey, our friend is missing. We can't find her. And they were kind of turned away. So they had already tried to report her and missing to hotel security. So then at that point, when they saw they weren't going to get any help, then that's when they called Kanika's mother, Teresa. Yeah. And, you know, she got kind of the same attitude from the hotel employees, which was, sorry, we can't help you go away. Yeah. And, you know, she calls 911 for help, which is what you're supposed to do. And they tell her to go home and relax, you know. It's kind of tough because let's say that you, the hotel staff, right? You have two young women coming to you saying that you're their friends missing. They're probably, I'm assuming, I don't know, were they intoxicated too? Yes. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know, you know, like how serious do you, can you take it? I could see it both ways. Yeah. At the same time, the whole footage thing that it may not be within policy. Mm-hmm. But then again, look at the, look what the outcome was, right? Right. So, well, okay. So... After 911 tells Teresa to go home and relax, mm-hmm. obviously she doesn't do that. She decides to take matters into her own hands because she sees that nobody's willing to help her at this yeah. point, right? So she herself, she starts going and knocking on door to door, every door <laughs> of the hotel room. That's awesome. Looking for her daughter. It is. Yeah. You know, at that point, what are you going to do as a mother? You're going to do everything to try and find your child and make sure they're okay, yeah. right? So she starts knocking door to door, asking, you know, have you seen my daughter? And eventually, of course, now hotel calls the police on her because they are saying that she's disturbing other guests. Other at, guests. Who knows what time this is at this point, right? But because mm-hmm. it's late at night, really early in the morning, probably at this right. point, right? Wow. Yeah. So then police officers show up, but mm-hmm. in reality, they're showing up to see what going on with her hey, but at least at this point she might get heard and they right. might actually do something about it right mm-hmm. and yeah and, and and i did read um during my research that she actually said that yeah she she said that when she saw they called the cops on her trying to arrest her after she's trying to look for her daughter that she knew she had to remain calm so that even the police officers can help her and hear yeah. her out 
after the police officer showed up, um, she ended up filing the missing person report with them. And that's when finally hotel security was able to turn over the security cameras over to the police, right? Mm -hmm. Now, during the investigation of the footage, the police officer saw Kanika walking into the area of the hotel that was under construction, which was that kitchen we talked about. Yeah. And they also see her walking towards the back of the kitchen, which is where the walking mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, walking freezer, the walking freezer is in. Now, like I said, this kitchen doesn't have anything. So since it was under construction, food and cooking materials were stored at another kitchen. Yeah. I mean, I saw the video and it looked very like just plain, like nothing. Like you yeah, can tell that's what dirty. it is. Yeah. And it doesn't look like in best condition. Yeah. So that being said, the freezer was still up and running though. Yeah. Which is weird. I mean, who knows? Maybe the, maybe just, Need to have it on. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll break. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Well, this is what I find odd. So police officers are looking at this footage and they're able to see that she goes into the kitchen and she kind of walks out of frame. Right. Yeah. Now, during my research, I read, and I don't know how true this is, but I read that during that same time frame while they're there, an employee actually walked into that kitchen and into that freezer. And he was the one that found Kanika dead in the freezer so he's the one that called 911 now if you listen to this 911 call there are a lot of speculation out there because of this employee that made that 911 call because he does sound pretty calm but you Mm -hmm. know like I said before in the show I don't like to judge people because it could have been shock it could have been yeah you don't know you don't know how you're gonna react right you know not every day do you come across a dead body no right Mm -hmm. so to me I didn't find him being calm as odd. But what I did find really odd is that in the 911 call, I believe it's him that says it, that he says, I found the subject. And then he changes it to a girl in the freezer. It's kind of weird. Yeah, the word subject to me was just very odd. Like, that's not... So the first thing that comes to mind... No, you know, I mean, I've never... the woman, the girl, whatever. Yeah, I've never... You know, I have never found a dead body, but I don't think that, you know, I'm going to call 911 and say, hey, I found the subject. You know, it's going to be, hey, I found a dead body. I found a girl. I found a dead girl. I found, you know what I mean? Not yeah. the subject. That to me was just odd, you mm-hmm. know, but I don't know what to make of that. It's just odd, right? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's weird. But like you said, you don't know how persons are react or what mm-hmm. they're going to say. Okay, right. fair enough. You know, I mean, I, I don't know how much you can uh, go into that. Right. Right. Now, okay, now get this. When Kanika's body was found, Kanika was seen only wearing one shoe. Hmm, that's odd. Yeah. And to me, when you look at these pictures, and for our listeners, you know, I don't want to post the the crime scene photos because Mm -hmm. I just, I don't think that's right, even though it is public and it's out there for me. At the end of the day, that's somebody's daughter. And I know it would hurt me to know that, you know, my daughter's crime scene photos are being distributed. So, yeah. But if anybody wants to go and look at them, by all means, you know, when you Google her name, unfortunately, those pictures do come up. Mm -hmm. Um, But warning, they are, you know, pretty graphic, you know. In these pictures, you do see her only wearing one shoe. And to me, I don't, and tell me what you thought, Jose, but 
She's kind of laying right by the door and she's on her side. Her shoe is off. There's a little bit of blood on that foot that's exposed. Right. But to me, it also looked like her pants were maybe a little down. I mean, nothing where it's exposing much, but to me, it just kind of looked that way, mm-hmm. which I find very odd, right? But other than that, there were no visible injuries besides, you know, that small cut that she had on the side of her foot. Now, police assumed that since Kanika was intoxicated, she might have accidentally walked into the freezer and was unable to let herself out. Now, I'm talking about these, you know, walk-in freezers. And I don't know. I don't know if you've ever been into one, but. um, No, I don't have any experience with those. So I used to work at a donut shop and we had those big walk-in freezers in the back. And the handle, it's always like a metal handle and it has a latch. And they're they're typically, from what I remember, at least where I used to work, it was kind of hard to open. Um, you did kind of had to pull hard because it was almost kind of like a suction, like suction and when it the would close. Heaviness of the door, I'm assuming. Yeah. So usually when I would go in there, I mean, yeah, it's freezing in there. It's a freezer. Right. I would go in there and grab whatever it was that we needed to get. And usually, yes, the door always automatically closed behind me. And it does sound like it locks. Like I'd you panic. hear. Yeah, you hear a click. <laughs> the first panic. time it happened to me, I was like, oh, my gosh. But you do. You hear a click. And it's a big, heavy door. So those doors don't stay open. You swing them open and they'll, you know, they'll push back and they'll close. Because they're they're meant to keep the cold in, right? Right. Now, these doors usually when you get, I'm going to say, locked into the freezer. And I'm using air quotes because you're not really locked in there. Yeah, it's the the latch. like Locking again or closing, right? It gets latched in. Usually these freezers from the inside. Now, if you're in there, there's usually like a little knob. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I don't know if they're all the same, but I, I'm sure they're not. But the one that I used to work in, we had to push the knob and kind of turn it and push the door open. So now, that would disengage the latch. Yes. I and see. that's when the door would open. And it, it wouldn't take long. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to your point, if you're not familiar with the freezer like that, you've never been in one hearing the click. And if you're intoxicated, I mean, I'm sure that would cause some panic. And I don't know that anybody else would know that, you know, if they got yeah. locked in there. Oh, I just need to push this because it kind of does look like a re- regular knob where you could be turning the knob and the yeah. door is not opening, which well, causes in the video, more panic. In the video, what I saw, that's exactly what it looked like. It mm-hmm. looked like a like a knob. But that's exactly what I was looking at. I was like, all right, how do you, like if it closes, are you locked in there? Like, mm-hmm. I, that's what I was thinking. But then you told me that and I was like, OK. I don't think I'd be able to figure that out. Now, okay, let's talk about a little bit in this video. Obviously, you know, we went over how you do see all of a sudden she's not able to walk. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, for our listeners that haven't seen this video, she does look like something's wrong. Um, to me, she looks like she's dragging her feet. She can't really keep her hands to herself. Like, it's almost like she has to keep on moving her hands. And she is leaning up against the walls a lot. But she's still walking. Yeah. As she's leaning on the walls. Um, And then at one point, you do see her, like, kind of almost fall, trip over, like, a railing. And then you see her grab herself because she was about to fall. Yeah, she managed to keep herself up. (laughs) Yeah, she managed to keep herself up. Now, I'm, I'm describing this to our listeners because... Having that said, 
and again, I've I've been inside of these freezers before. These are heavy doors. Mm-hmm. Somebody that's intoxicated to me, in my personal opinion, and I'm not saying you know that this is what happened to her, but me to me, it seems like nearly impossible. Somebody that's not intoxicated to be able to open a heavy door like that. Especially, like I said, given her condition, she could barely yeah. walk. She can barely stand up straight, you know, but I don't know. That's just my opinion. I know that maybe there's people out there who are like, oh, no, that means that she probably had, you know, superhuman strength because she's and that could be the case. Uh, just in my in my past experiences with mm-hmm. alcohol, um, that hasn't been the case with me. I'm not the strongest, and I usually struggle to open just regular door. Yeah, I mean, um, my, in my opinion, based on her condition, she was definitely stumbling around. Yeah, managed to stay up without falling. Mm-hmm. At least in the video footage, as she was going from room to room, and really just walking around, not knowing where to go, which I thought was really odd. Mm-hmm. Which um, is. she looked confused right yeah so it's just to me for police to say or right away assume oh she must have accidentally just walked in the freezer and she was able unable to open it and you know she accidentally died that to me just kind of doesn't seem possible because you see this footage of her and how confused she is it's like i don't think that she would have been even been able to open the door to begin with you know so even open the door to get in i see yeah but like i said i'm maybe that is what happened i don't know right now Mm -hmm. kanika's autopsy showed that the only injury that was reported was that cut that she had on top of her foot yeah now the toxicology report showed that tanika did have a high level of alcohol in her system. Okay. Now, I did read that it was 0.115 or 112. Okay. Okay, which is really high, mm-hmm. right? Now, they also showed that she had a prescription drug in her system as well called topiramate. Now, topiramate is a drug that's often used for people that suffer from epilepsy or migraines. Really interesting. Now, Usually with this drug, when you mix it with alcohol, it does have side effects such as confusion and dizziness, which is now kind of, to me, starting to make sense as to why she was walking that way and why, you know, she did. She looked confused. Yeah. Like, didn't know where she was or what was going on. Now, it seems because obviously the alcohol, the amount of alcohol she had and because of this drug, right? Now that's what caused her to be acting like that. Right. But get this. Kanika has never been prescribed that drug, according to her mother, Teresa. That's weird. And this drug is not that type of drug. It's not a party drug that Mm -hmm. you just, oh, let me take it and have a good time. I mean, it's for epilepsy and migraines. Yeah, it's not something you normally abuse. Right. So to me, it sounds... Reading on the side effects of it and what can happen when you do it with when you take it with alcohol, to me it sounds a little like like a rape drug, like a day rape drug. You know, like mm. something you can probably slip into somebody's drink because if it's gonna cause confusion, dizziness, to me it's like she probably wouldn't even have had a fighting chance. Again, I'm not saying that you know somebody slipped or anything. I'm. This is just where my mind yeah. is going as I'm going through this case. Okay? You know, I understand because it's so odd. 
right? Mm-hmm. One, it, like you said, again, I didn't see the footage of where she was with her friends. Mm-hmm. But if she was not walking the way she did in the other footage, I wonder if that drug was just recently taken. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then by the time that they walked away and left her alone, now it was really kicking, kicking in with in. a high level of alcohol. And now it's like, whoa, what's going on? I'm here by myself. Mm-hmm. Where's everybody? <laughs> yeah. Now, they did say that her cause of death was hypothermia. Okay. Yeah. Because she was locked in the in the freezer. Now, in the pictures, in the crime scene pictures, you do see, you know, obviously she doesn't have a shoe. And some people say that um, it looks like her shirt is lifted up. To me, it's hard to tell, to be honest, because mm-hmm. to me, it kind of looked like she was wearing a, like a crop top. Yeah. So it wasn't necessarily that, you know, it was that I, it was I pulled didn't see up. Anything out of that. I don't know. But, you know, some people did think, OK, well, if we go with that theory of she died of hypothermia, you know, some people say that that explains why Kanika's shirt was pulled up. And, you know, why maybe her shoe was off because, you know, right before you die of hyperthermia, they say that I believe it's the last stage or the last stage stages where you feel like you're hot. So you start undressing yourself. It's so weird. So the you know, there are some people out there that think, okay, well, maybe the hyperthermia is the explanation why she didn't have her shoe and why her clothes kind of look like. You know, they had been moved around. Maybe that's what she was trying to do. Yeah. You know, the manner of death was ruled accidental. Now, this case was really popular on social media and people began making theories of their own. Even Kanika's mom believes that there was foul play involved, to be honest. And Teresa made an appearance on the Dr. Oz show to talk about her daughter's untimely death. And she explained that she did not think it was an accident at all. You know, she mm-hmm. talked about how Kanika had never been prescribed to paramate. And, you know, there's also, like I said, this case went viral on social media because remember, during the party when it was going on, they were going on Facebook Live. Yeah. Okay. Right. Now, I did look through these videos that people are speculating and they're saying that, you know, you can see Tamika. And she's asking for help. And there's all this kind of like odd clues that kind of add up to foul play. Mm-hmm. I saw the video and, you know, it's a video of one of the friends and you kind of don't really see Tamika. You more hear her than see her. OK. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the clips you hear her say, girl, I'm not drunk, which is, you know. Drunk language for I'm drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, usually. Right. Um, and then you also, something that people have pointed out in this video is that along with her saying that, you also hear somebody tell telling her, you need to relax or you need to just chill or have a good time, something like that. Mm-hmm. And she says, I am having a good time. I'm having fun. And then along within the same video, People say that you can hear her say, help me. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the music comes up loud. So then at this point now, you don't see, you don't hear anything other than the music. And um, in this same video, you can see a friend of of her saying or mouthing the words, help me. 
That's weird. Yeah. Now, like I said, I went through these videos. I can't hear her say, girl, I'm not drunk. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear in the videos. I didn't hear somebody tell her to chill or whatever it was. I didn't hear that part. And the only other thing I did hear is I did hear help me. But it's such a weird transition because it's almost like you hear like a, I don't know, like a squeal. I don't know how to describe it. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, bam, the music comes out long. Yeah. Like really loud, I mean. So it's hard to tell. But I mean, it's definitely weird and it's odd, which is why this case was just brought up to light. You know? Well, tell me this. Like, if you obviously you heard that speculation, you read that speculation. Mm-hmm. If you would have just seen the video without knowing that, just unbiased, would you think that anything weird was going on? I don't think so. I honestly, just looking at that video without me knowing what it is, I would have just thought, oh, you know, it's, They're it's just, just having people. Fun. Yeah. yeah, it's just people at a hotel party. Yeah. That's... I don't know that I would have even, you know, I probably would have heard the girl, I'm not drunk. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But I don't know that I would have heard all the other extra stuff. Right. That's but it is it is odd. And like I said, I'm curious to see where our listeners fall in this case. Like I said, this is a close case. This is a close case. Yeah. They they, tra- it's they an, call accidental it an accidental yeah. death. There's no foul play. I they guess, say uh, that there's no foul play. I mean, there was no there's really no injury other than that small cut on her foot. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, they to me, it's just I really don't know where I fall because I can see both things. Like I said, I've I've worked and I've in in a place where I've had to go into freezers like that. And it's funny Mm -hmm. because, you know, me, I'm clumsy. I fall out of thin air like there's nothing in front of me and I fall right now (laughs) when I used to have to go into these freezers. These doors are really heavy. Mm -hmm. okay? and I used to always get my foot caught on that darn (laughs) door all the time and i would almost fall um but it's weird because the shoe is kind of i don't want to say really far apart from her body but it is at a distance it's at least a good six to nine feet away right right i mean that's what i remember seeing the picture i know the times i've gotten my foot caught in an freezer like that it doesn't fly out of my foot it just kind of you know comes off my heel Mm-hmm. Um, and I've I've even cut myself too, but it's in my heel. Yeah, her cut was kind of like on the side of her foot. Right, it was a wrap, exactly on the side. And you know, for side the shoe the to be that far away, I don't know. You know, again, for anybody that wants to go and look at the crime scene photos, you know, to me, it's also her clothing seemed really dirty, which I found kind of. The freezer odd. was really dirty too. The freezer was really dirty, but to me. I don't know. It just seemed like maybe she was dragged. But then again, that theory doesn't make sense in my head either because you clearly see her walking by herself and you see her going into the freezer by herself and you don't see anybody else. So it's like, okay, she couldn't have been dragged, but why are her pants that dirty? (laughs) Yeah. And I'm sure there wasn't any other like footage of anybody else going in there, right? Okay, so... The security cameras in the kitchen, they were censored. So I read in my research that one camera, it turned on when she walked in. Okay. At one time. And then a few hours later, the camera turned back on. Mm -hmm. Because somebody else happened to stumble in there. 
But they did say that the person that just stumbled in there, that didn't even make it to the freezer. They kind of stumbled into the kitchen, looked around like, oh, crap, I don't, I'm not supposed to be here. I don't know where I'm yeah. at. Turned around and walked back out. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's also another red flag. Because to me, I'm like, okay, so clearly this is an area where guests are not supposed to be. Right. And I get it. You know, maybe she was intoxicated, so she didn't realize that. But another guest walked in there, like two people. To me, that's kind of like, maybe you should have blocked lead it off at better. Night. Lead at night, right? Yeah. It's I mean, like, that's... you should have blocked it off better. Or I, I don't know. That to yeah. me seems kind of odd. Like, maybe it was a confusing hotel. I don't yeah, know. Maybe. But let me just say that her mother, Teresa, did file a $50 million lawsuit against the Crown Plaza Hotel. And she stated that the party should have been shut down since there were many noise complaints from other guests and also that the area under construction should have been completely closed off to guests, just how we're saying, which I totally agree. And I actually couldn't find what ended up happening with the lawsuit. Um, I don't know if it's still going on. It could possibly still be going on. I'm not sure, but Mm -hmm. I really hope that, you know, she she wins this because to me, it's true, you know, whether if it was an accidental death or not, the hotel should have definitely done a better job at blocking an area that's under construction, quote unquote. Yeah. I mean, she was able to walk in there and somebody else was able to walk in there. So whatever it is that you're doing, it ain't working, mm-hmm. you know? And the freezer, like you think it should have a sign on how to get out of that thing. Yeah, and I believe by law, you do have to have instructions inside as to how to operate it. Sure didn't look like there were any in in the pictures that I saw. In my research, I actually read that there was, but that you couldn't read them. You couldn't see them. Like, it was, to me, yeah, like, faded out. So, to me, it's like, that's another violation. Yeah. You know? And I still can't understand, why was the freezer on? If there was nothing in there in the pictures, you can see there's nothing in there. There's no stove. Mm-hmm. But yet, let's leave the freezer on? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That to me is it's odd. It's a really odd case. I, I mean, honestly, in my opinion, it feels like it really was an unfortunate accident. Okay. She probably stumbled in there and mm-hmm. didn't know how to get out. Right? I mean, yeah, that's... No I foul could see play. That. So you yeah. think there's no foul play. I think play. the foul play was with the pyramid, mm-hmm. right? Like somebody gave her that. Whether it was out of, I don't know, just, hey, maybe this will make you relax a little bit because mm-hmm. you're not having fun. I don't know. Maybe something like yeah, that. And she w- and maybe it was not in a in a certain way to then take advantage of her later on. Who knows, right? Just kind of help her. I mean, I don't think that that drug is something that would relax you, but I, I don't know. I mean, maybe you're right. I actually went through a theory like that through my head. But let me just say that. You know, she was going to school to be a nurse. Having that said, I did read in my research that she was the type of person that didn't like taking pills or taking anything like that, meaning mm. any drugs. Um, so it lends more to the reason that somebody slipped it in, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. So, but so I, that, that's what I'm trying to say. The foul play is there. It's mm-hmm. not, hey, something happened in the, at least to me, that something happened. There was somebody there and, and you know. Um, locked her in there or there was foul right. play inside the freezer. I think she got in there, couldn't, was maybe too intoxicated mm-hmm. based on the alcohol and that medication. 
to figure out how to get out. And it was probably just an unfortunate thing. And So you don't think anybody murdered her? I don't. Okay. Not purposefully. Yeah. I yeah. Mean- just based on what I saw in the crime scene, mm-hmm. I, I don't think so. I mean, her being in that position in the freezer seems like okay yeah it's kind of like you're you're freezing cold and you're out of like well, i don't know what to do mm-hmm. and on top of it i can't function normally yeah mentally and physically right so the shoe well, that's kind of weird but, I don't, but i'm sure there's got to be explanation if your shoe got stuck on that thing as you're trying to get in there and you were fully conscious of and knowing what's going on but i'm I also very clumsy <laughs> fine but she was clumsy in that state that she was too right though, right, right. It's interesting. Like I said, I still don't know where I fall with this case. I'm in. I clearly, I find it interesting. You know your thoughts, and I can side with you, and I can also side with all the other people that are saying no, 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 no. There's something more. So I'm interested to see what our listeners think. So you know, hopefully, we'll hear from them on our Instagram and see what they have to say, whether if it was accidental or if they think that there was actual foul play. And there's one thing that hmm. I find very eerie about big buildings and roaming around by yourself through halls that you don't know about. Well, I it's mean, you shouldn't be me. roaming around by well, yourself. I know, but like she had no <laughs> control. She, like, you can tell that she couldn't tell where she was going or yeah, she you, had, you, I, you don't yeah. even know where or why. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's like, oh, it's just, it, there's a weird vibe to me of, of walking around a building like that and not knowing. Yeah. And I mean, I, <laughs> you know, I don't want to say that anybody did anything wrong, but to me, I'm like, why would her friends leave her alone? Like, why wouldn't they all stick in a group, you know? Yeah. Uh, and like I said, I'm not trying to blame anything. I'm not trying to say that anybody did anything wrong. I'm not trying to blame anybody. That's just my, you know, initial thought. You even saying that there's something creepy about that. You know, I would leave you alone. But I wouldn't be, be left alone. But I'd be that. hiding in the corner, like <laughs> recording you to see you freak out, and then I probably like come oh. out of the corner and scare you. <laughs> so I would leave you alone. What I think about is the, <laughs> the episode of the Cecile Hotel, and I was yeah. like, oh, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Creepy. So please let us know. What do you guys think? Was it an accidental death, or was there actual foul play? If you want to look at pictures and want more information on the cases we cover, you can head over to truecrimeweeklypodcast.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at podcasttruecrimeweekly. And please don't forget to support the show by going to truecrimeweeklypodcast.com forward slash support the show. And I would truly love it and appreciate it if you leave a five-star review and subscribe onto Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen. The only way that people find out about us is through subscribers and reviews. Thanks for listening.